0: Hello, Conspirituality Podcast listeners. Welcome to a sample of our weekly bonus episode. If you'd like to support our research, recording, and production time, you can support us for $5 a month on Patreon, or choose a higher tier to access our live streams and bonus videos. All of this is available at patreon.com slash conspirituality. You can also access our Monday bonus episodes on Apple Podcasts for $5 a month as well. Thank you for your support. Were you ever in the situation in which somebody that you either were friendly with or colleagues with was undergoing some kind of mental crisis? Um, I don't know if you can speak about this and maintain confidentiality, but I'm wondering if you had that moment in which a person, in your view, needed a kind of help that they might have also been refusing because they believed that their crisis was actually a, a developmental bridge.
1: Yes. So this is, a, I guess it's a more personal anecdote and I won't say too much just for the confidentiality of that person, but it was that exact situation where, you know, I don't have psychosis. I'm talking to my spirit guides. They're telling me X, Y, Z. I'm having these like dreams predicting, you know, all these horrible things in the world. And then it almost sounds like the thing about, I, I guess my experience with psychosis is it things don't often sound completely wrong. It almost sounds totally real, and then there's like one or two little things or parts of the story where you go, oh, okay, you know, maybe this is someone who's experiencing hallucinations or delusions. And so, you know, I found that same kind of uh, thread in having conversation with this person, and then we got to a point where it was like, oh, and then I predicted this, and then this thing happened, and PizzaGate, and you know, whatever else. So it went down, kind of. The, conspiracy theory of rabbit
0: hole. I'm wondering about that and whether you can, over time with enough experience, if you can actually suss out a threshold there where a person's, I mean, the the, the difficulty in speaking about whether or not somebody is accessing their spirit guides is that we might get into uh, cultural territory that's really sensitive. But I'm wondering if there is a safe zone where we're discussing speaking with spirit guides that then becomes an unsafe zone at a very particular point at which the person obviously is just parroting conspiracy theory views. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I, Absolutely. I've i never really thought that that there might be a, a, a way of, of making that distinction, but that might be really helpful, actually.
1: I think that's super important because even um, what comes to mind is one of the therapy modalities I practice. It's called internal family systems. And they have a belief that, you know, when we connect inside with those different parts of us, that sometimes people experience this kind of like a guide. I think they use the term guide, maybe not spirit guide. I, I could be incorrect about that, but that we have you know these these experiences that happen to us and so it's not for me to say oh that's not true at all but it's just to watch when are we getting into a point where this would be i guess i guess for me it's looking through a diagnostic lens is this you know from a place of what would fit as a hallucination or delusion i think a lot of things could and aren't so it's it's really tricky territory to to navigate
0: yeah and i guess i guess your own education with regard to what is in the zeitgeist in terms of conspirituality is going to be a real good guidepost for that, because as soon as you hear somebody talk about, um, I don't know, adrenochrome or Morgellons or, you know, as soon as the keywords come out, you you might have this very, very clear you know, sense that, oh, we've we've crossed over into a territory in which the person isn't actually accessing any kind of internal stuff They're, they're They've been propagandized. And that's that's torturous to them.
1: I often ask too where folks are hearing about this. And the saddest part is it's often from TikTok.
0: We are totally going to get to TikTok. But okay. more generally, um, can you just describe the, the main themes of conspiracism or conspirituality that show up in your office?
1: Sure. Um, there's definitely ones that shown up in my life as well, but the ones I'm seeing specifically in my office are this idea of kind of hyper individualism. Like you're the one that's capable of creating, maintaining your reality. It's up to you. You know, it's up to me to manifest it. Uh, I just listened to the, um, last one of the last listener uh, stories that you did Matthew with S factor. And what really stuck out to me was this one part that you played in a clip, where I think her name was Sheila was, was going on saying this can be healing if you choose that. <laughs> and that's, that's so dangerous. It's so, and I don't, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm trained in understanding and, and listening to the kind of language that people use and the intention behind it. So hearing that is like, imagine if one of my clients came and I'm like, Hey, therapy can work if you want it oh. to work. That's so horrible. And what if it doesn't work for someone? Therapy doesn't work you know, for everyone. And some modalities are better for others than others would be. So, you know, so much about these things are really about our environment.
0: You know what, though, Alessia, if you were able to, like, pull that off, you would be able to avoid accountability in all areas of your life. And wouldn't that be great?
1: That'd be amazing. (laughs) I I wouldn't have to try. I would just, I would simply just exist. I wouldn't even have to try.